So, um, are you ready? I am absolutely ready, man. Welcome to the St. Michael Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode six, episode six of the St. Michael Podcast, One Man's Attempt at Business, Family, and Comedy. Um, today we have a very, very special guest, a very dear person to me because I've seen this person from adolescence to manhood, to adulthood, to family. And then he's a behind one of the biggest, baddest seasoning and sauce companies that I've ever seen. I can't even live without having a little Chipotle honey on my chicken. <laughs> he's that good. I want to give everyone give a big round of applause to uh, a great friend of mine, business owner of Addy Daddy Seasoning, Adiola Gundape. Thank you, man. For yes. Me, man. There's no one here clapping. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's get the clap going. Let's get the clap, clap going. So, um, y'all know who I am. If you've already been listening, you kind of know, you know, what, like my background, but you don't really know who this gentleman is. And um, I want you to give, like, me and anybody else who might not really kind of get the whole picture together, um, like, a brief, like a brief background of you. Um, shoot. Where were you born? That's the, that's the first one. Nigeria. Nigeria. How long were you there? How long were you in Nigeria? Until I was nine. Do you remember Nigeria like that? No. Oh, damn. Not really. Do you miss it, though? Uh, yeah. I think this is always going to be a part of me. So you, you were born in Nigeria. Um, and then what time? Well, you moved out here when you were nine? Yeah, 96. Where would you move to? Irving, Texas. Irving, Texas. Okay. Crooked eye. Crooked eye. You know, um, and uh, how was that? How was that transition from going from like Nigeria for nine years of your entire life to just fresh here, brand new? Uh, it wasn't too tough. I think the first year was a little weird though. Mm -hmm. Like where we lived, didn't have like, a lot of kids. So mm -hmm. I only saw kids like in elementary school. And then after oh. I got home, it was just like me and my brother and my little sister playing. And then a year later, I moved into another neighborhood, mm -hmm. tons of kids. Wow. And that was like a, a shot to me. So did your whole entire family, y'all all moved here, right? Oh, yeah. So let's break that down. So uh, you're where in your family as far as? I have three older sisters. Three older and sisters. And I start the next set of three. Wow. Yeah. So you have a family of how many? A total of six of us. <laughs> wow. So it's a full house. Full house. Wow. And... um. So after that, so you've always, you know, like you're born and raised. Well, yeah, born and raised in Nigeria until nine. Then you came here. Mm -hmm. And then uh, from there, um, what kind of led you into, you know, like what did you learn at, a, you know, going from middle school, high school, you know, college, being like new here? Like, man, um, not too much just because of my personality. Mm -hmm. um, I get along with just almost everybody. Mm -hmm. So it just made it easier for me to blend mm -hmm. uh, versus, you know, just being an outsider guy that's African Buddhist graduate guy. Yeah, <laughs> African Buddhist graduate. Man, that happened. I used to be so embarrassed. Yeah. Like, God, dog. Then all of a sudden, man, you get to college and, you know, that's typically when you actually become yourself. We went to the same college, by the way. We went oh, yeah. to Lamar University. L.U. 
Yeah, that was a great experience. One of the best experiences ever. Ever. Yeah, you went. So you went to Lamar University. Um, I didn't want to cut you off. You want to finish yeah. on that? Um, okay. Yeah. So um, went to Lamar University, and what did you graduate with? A uh, finance degree. And do you use that now? Yes. And what do you think about that? It's great. You love the finance world. I love numbers. Um. So yeah. So that. But that brings us to. I think that's a good enough catch up, because what I really want to talk about is kind of. I want to understand the business behind like Addy Daddy seasonings, you know, like what made you like, what sparked the interest in you starting like not only a seasoning brand, but like something else on the side. Cause you, since college, you've been strict into nine to five, right? Like working yeah. in nine to five and then something sparked in you to say, let me do something different. Right. Yes. Okay. What was that? Like, um, man, watching, uh, how old was he? Probably like a 65-year-old guy get let go. Mm -hmm. And just kind of understanding that <clears throat> everybody, everything has a time, mm -hmm. right? And you have to control your time as best as you possibly can. So then when that person got let go, you felt what? You felt like sure. no, there's no guarantee in what you're no doing? No guarantee. Mm. You, I'm not in control of what happens to my family. Wow. That's what I felt. And when did you feel that? When, like, how long were you into the whole finance world and all that before you felt that? About three years ago. Oh, three years ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So then, okay. When when it comes to food and like, were you thinking about seasonings and all that? Okay, you went the seasoning route. Yeah. What? What? Like, why didn't you go into catering? You know what I'm saying? Like, why didn't you go into trying to be a chef or trying? Like, what made you choose this? Well. Two things, right? Mm -hmm. You know, being in a Nigerian family, you can't do the same thing somebody else does. Mm -hmm. So my sister's already a chef. Mm -hmm. So that was taken. Mm -hmm. And I've been cooking since I was like 12. So um, just having that background mm -hmm. was like great. And then coupled with, you know, people going to the doctor like in 2012. And they're like, you got to have high blood pressure. I'm like, what? How can I have that? I'm hitting the gym all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Eating right. For the most part. How'd you, the, you didn't, you didn't feel any type of anything before you went to the doctor. You just kind of went one day and then just regular checkup. Oh, wow. And then they're like, we need to monitor this. And I'm like, oh, you know, how bro, there's a, bro, there's a, bro, <laughs> there's a pastor. Um, like, uh, for like two weeks ago, uh, a week and a half or two weeks ago, um, he was preaching mm -hmm. and just preaching with everybody that all of a sudden during his like sermon, he sat down to kind of like rest a little bit. He passed out and died like right in front of everybody. Whoa. And they found out that he had diabetes and high blood pressure. And he never knew. What? Yeah, he never even knew. He was screaming, yeah, yeah, doing all, you know, bunch of energy. Then next you know, he passes out and people thought it was part of like his sermon. Yeah. And then next you know, like he lays on the floor like after he passes out. And then people are like still thinking it's part of his thing, screaming yeah. like, man, you know? And not knowing, because he looked, he didn't look like a, he didn't look, like he was unhealthy, but not knowing your health like that, uh, it could be a serious danger. Oh, easily. So is that so? Okay, you went to the doctor, and uh, they mentioned about your high blood pressure, mm -hmm. and you felt okay. I need to kind of change up oh, yeah. my lifestyle. I was using Tony's. Uh, Tony accessories. Oh yeah. Mm. How do you say it? Tony accessories. Accessories. 
What is it? I don't know. I may be even pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> I just know it's Tony on there, green and white. Yeah, yeah. He picked it up from, you know, Lamar days. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. when we got on there, we didn't even, I didn't even know what Boudin was. Mm-hmm. Uh, bro. <laughs> bro. First, first week, first week at Lamar University. So when I went in, it was like, hey, uh, we're going to go up the street. We're going to get some Boudin. I said, what's Boudin? When he was like, what the fuck you talking about? You don't know what my fucking Boudin is. <laughs> Nigga, I was raised off motherfucking Boudin. I was like... Bro, this is serious. <laughs> Bro, I feel like I was just so fresh new to what everything. I didn't even know what a crawfish boil was. No, Zumo's though. Yeah. Bro. Man. Uh Zumo sausage. Uh if you ain't if it ain't Zumo, it's not real sausage. Just let y'all know. No ad. Low key, low key, low key, low key. Okay, so um get back to it. You didn't know what boudin was. Didn't okay. Didn't know what any of that stuff was. So some of the southern cooking, mm-hmm. I actually kind of picked a lot of that up from Beaumont area and stuff like that and just kind of just going out Richard's Cafe bro man yeah Richard's Cafe uh so Beaumont's a little bit outside of Houston Texas and you know um it was like perfect because we're close to Houston far enough from Dallas to where we could be completely independent but still because you know Houston's big on food and that in in Beaumont's low-key kind of the same thing but um just on the outskirts it's almost like its own island and um yeah that i learned a lot about southern cooking from beaumont I, yeah i didn't know anything really about um sweet potatoes what are those uh candied yams i oh, didn't know yeah, yeah. i didn't know anything like that my parents never cooked that <laughs> yeah yeah so um so yeah so you learn about those southern cooking um i mean those southern dishes yeah and then you said okay let me is that what kind of led you into like, let me pro- provide a seasoning for it or what? Um, No, it was me actually like trying out all the different ones. Right. So I took myself off of like the Zatarans, all that, you know, salty stuff and started using Mrs. Dash. And man, mm-hmm. I used a whole bottle and I'm like, man, I can't even eat this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste the same. Right. So then um, right before Bree and I got married, Bree's my wife. Uh, she was like, yeah. We're not cooking with Mrs. Dash. And I'm like, all right, I got to find an alternative. Mm-hmm. So I went to Weber's, but some some of the blends were a little salty for me. And just, uh, it was missing something. So um, after fast forward to like 2016, I wanted to smoke a turkey. So I went to Walmart, just bought a whole bunch of, you know, different seasons that I want in it. Put the blend together in a recipe. Man, smoked the turkey, flew off. Right? Wow. Family was like, man, we're not, we're going, we're not ever eating a uh, oven turkey ever again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh shoot, I gotta do this every year now. So this right? is, so you put the seasons and the, everything together specifically for the this, one. yeah, okay, just for this one, right? And um, as soon as I did that, I was like, oh shoot, they loved it. Mm-hmm. Like, man, let me order bulk and just like pass it out or whatever, right? Yeah. And then uh, once I got it in, I looked at the cayenne. I was like, this cayenne, this mug is orange. Mm-hmm. When I get in the store, it's like red, mm-hmm. right? Put it together anyway. Mm-hmm. And then once I got done, everything tasted horrible. Mm-hmm. It was fresh, but it just didn't match up because it was super hot. And I was like, God, dog, this mm-hmm. cayenne is fire. Too, too hot to where you couldn't really enjoy it. You couldn't enjoy it mm-hmm. at all. So it just had me questioning some some of the things that we've been buying off the shelf. Mm-hmm. And one of the things about what I try to do is I'm so big now on preservatives, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you hear so many times about cancer. Right. Yeah. It's huge now. Yeah. But we're not paying attention to what we're actually putting in. Right. And the only thing we can control is the food that we cook. Mm -hmm. So like that was my gateway of just saying, hey, I want to make something for people to be able to control what they're putting into their bodies. 
Yeah, I see that. And so, okay, at that point, it's not even a business yet. No. It's just kind of like a, a low-key, like, inspired hustle, right? Exactly. Okay, so what what turned it? What turned it into that? Like, what? Like, because did you come with the name first of Eddie Daddy's or did you just package it? And, like, what? Like, so what? How did that happen? Well, uh, my wife and I just started talking about it. Mm-hmm. It was just like, you know, that dude got laid off. And I'm just like, you know what? I actually like doing this. It's like fun. Yeah. Like, I can do this all day and not trip. Yeah. Well, then I say, oh, I got to go to work. I got to do this. And, for me, within that, you know, just growing, I found that whatever you love to do, that you can feel that way and just be excited to go do, mm-hmm. brings you the most joy you can possibly have. And it's not just the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that feeling was like, oh, yeah, let me do this. Did it feel better having, because, you know, your wife is really big into your brand. Oh, yeah. You know, um, did it did it feel good having that support? Absolutely. Because, you know. Um, I said in my last episode about, you know, a woman coming to me saying, like, what does your wife think about, you know, you doing comedy? But she acted in, like, a downwards way. Yeah. Like, I know she's going to trip. I'm like, she's filming it. Like, she's my number one supporter. You know what yeah. I mean? So in your case, having um, her, like, be for it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. not only is she for it, but she thinks that the lifestyle change and you doing it is more important than, it's like a, like a bigger picture type thing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was, in a I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. That's what I, you know, I threw it out there and she was like, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, you sure? So we just started savings. And that, what was so funny about it was like, mm-hmm. before I started doing like the research, I'm like, how much does this start? How much does it cost to start a seasoning yeah. company? And Houston Chronicle pops up with an article and I'm reading. I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. It was like $3,600 or something. Bro. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I think it's thirty six if you want to go to a farmer's market. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. And then just kind of just come out and mm-hmm. just slap a label on something. I think that's possible. Mm-hmm. But um, my wife's just like, I said, hey, let's just go and do this. And she's like, hey, pump the brakes. Like, we got to make sure it's like legit. I said, all right. So I hit Cosmo up. I said, hey, I need a logo, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. Uh, what do you kind of want to look like? Him and I went back and forth, back and forth. But before this, before you yeah. got to the logo part... You had you chose a name. Oh, the name. Okay, so yeah. what 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 inspired the name, or what? How'd you come up with it, and what were like some of your other choices? How'd you narrow it down? Man, it was it's kind of tough because I had help, mm-hmm. you know, coming mm-hmm. up with the name. Of course, you know, Addie's what everybody's called me since like mm-hmm. I moved here because Addiola was too hard to pronounce when we were kids. So I was like, "We just gonna call you Addie." I said, "All right." It's I'll a great, it's it. a great, easy, yeah, catchy name. Mm-hmm. So uh, then, of course, you know, we get to college. Everybody's calling me Addy, and then you know, we get Obi, Addy, Daddy, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, all right, mm-hmm. you know, that that's kind of cool. So um, we all went out. You remember mm-hmm. that, yeah. that night with Ike? Yeah, and uh, we're just sitting there, and I'm like, man, I think of what to call this business. Mm-hmm. Start throwing it out, different waitresses, and Ike's like, let's just go with what we already know. Addy Daddy, let's go yeah, with it. Yeah. But when I'm telling other people, I'm just like, oh, my name's Addy and I'm a daddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just makes it so much <laughs> yeah, easier. Yeah, yeah, long yeah, explanation, yeah. right? But uh, yeah, ultimately, that's how we came up with the name. It was like catchy. And then once Cosmo put the. Uh, Hold on. What was. What was yeah, you remember one of the other names? No, bro. You don't remember any of them? No, no. Bro, bro I don't even remember the other names. That, <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm the same way. I thought it was. I thought people just remember like I had this, I had that. I don't remember any of the names I was trying to either choose for any of the businesses. Really? Yeah. Man, I thought it was just me because I was like, man, what was it? 
But I just remember everybody was just saying like, nah, let's just stick with Hattie Daniel. Like, that's what sticks right, though. That's a, that's a, that name, not only does it flow, but it's like a sticky name, you know yeah. what I mean? Something once you say, cause there's no such thing as Addy Daddy. Well. You know what I mean? I'm saying like, once you tell somebody Addy Daddy's, you're not gonna go somewhere else in life and say, oh, I heard this before in, um, in another space. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like you're, you have that name to yourself. Oh yeah. And then I definitely have to research that for that trademark. Yeah. I was like, man, I hope nobody asked this. And yeah. I was just going and spending so much time. I mean, remember me calling you and like, hey, what website do I need to go yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's just, you know, amazing to me. Mm -hmm. You know what so, I mean? be able to go do. Um, so you're, you're talking about my brother and oh, the, yeah. um, So logo. him and I were like, all right, what kind of logo do we kind of want? And we just went back and forth and he put like four different ones. Then I sent polls out and got different people to vote on it because all of them were fire. You yeah. know what I mean? And, uh, and you look at it now, whenever I'm doing these different events and um, people just, they just kind of just stop and just look at the logo. Daddy, daddy. Oh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's my pitch. Hey, come on up. Yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So automatically just due to the logo and due to the branding of how the logo mm -hmm. is that already starts oh. a combo. Oh, easily. Wow. Easily. Wow. And what, okay. What, so what happens? So when they see it and starts a combo, what's the follow up? My, my thing is I just say hello right then and there, because now we've made that eye connection mm -hmm. and I can tell you a little bit about it because they're already looking at all the stuff that I have in there. No fillers. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't put any kind of chemicals into our products like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If it's herbs and you know, sea salt, that's what you get. You yeah. know what I mean? So um, they just started looking at it like, oh, wow, that's that's interesting. Tell me a little bit about this. And then, you know, I just tell them a little bit more about the product. Mm. Yeah. So um, you mentioned a little bit about trademarking. Mm -hmm. How Was that important to you Very at the beginning? Important. Why? Um, you have to. Intellectual property is huge. Yeah, IP, intellectual property is so important. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to, like, help continue explaining. So... You can have a great product mm -hmm. and have it out there and just, oh, I'm doing this and doing that with it. Mm -hmm. If it's not trademark, somebody else will take it and run with what you've already built. Which has happened, oh. yeah, many a times. Many a times. So before you want to market it out and put it out, you, you want to secure a trademark. Yes. And you went to uh, USPTO. Yep. You did it yourself. Yep. And how long, how, how long was that process, process and what did it cost you? Uh, it wasn't that long. $300. $300. So $300 you paid, did the process well, on your own. Okay. So I did the uh, LLC. Okay. The S Corp. Um, you did that first. I did that first. Okay. And then once I got that, it came with a package of, I think I paid like $69. And they kind of set all the stuff up and said, hey, what do you want? And I'm like, hey, daddy seasons and sauces. Boom, I need that trademarked. Pushed me over to the guys that do the trademark and they just set everything up for me. Oh, wow. And when you got, when you secured, you did secure the trademark? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And when you I got the Texas Blaze, too. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's proprietary to you. That's yours. Mm -hmm. And um, that right there is a lot of value. Yeah. You know, so when you got, did you get it in the mail? Oh, yeah. Got stuff and how, so from when you started to when you got it, how long was that? It took a little while because mm -hmm. they got to put it out there and make sure like nobody else has it or somebody protests it and stuff like that. And then end up getting it so you 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 also mentioned about you're an escort right yes. so 
they have LLC, limited liability company. They have LLP if you have a limited liability partnership. They have C corporation if you're like a corporate structure, and they have S corporation, which is somewhat between um, LLC and C corp. Um, what made you choose S corp? Taxes. Taxes. <laughs> it's true. It's important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why? You know, look, I have an S corp. Both, you know, the barber school and the the Waterboys car washes, they're both um, S corp. And the reason I chose S corp is because the CPA told me and I did later research is that, you know, you're in essence like partnered with your business. Mm -hmm. So the tax deduction is much greater than if you're an LLC, you know, because LLCs you looked at more as like a sole proprietor. It's just you. So basically like you're getting taxed and then your business gets taxed. But when you're an S corp, it's almost like you're partnered. Like if I partner with Addy and Addy in essence will be the S corp. So they'll tax Addy differently than how they tax me. So in an S corp, they'll, they tax you, 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 I guess you win a little bit more in taxes because they look at your business as, um, as a partner. And then on top of that, yeah, I think there's awesome stipulations when it comes to like how much money you have to have in the account and things like that or something like that. Right. Um, man, I don't even remember. It's hard to even. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but so you chose Here's to, another thing. Too. Yeah. Although I've done accounting and finance, I also have a CPA. Oh, wow. <laughs> Straight up. You do? Yep. Oh, wow. I didn't know you pulled that off. Yeah, man. That's, that's hard. Um, well, I think the, the key is me. Un, I already know how to understand the numbers. And one of the things that I'm learning is like time is like super valuable mm-hmm. and you can't do everything. Yeah. Even now I'm still even learning that and we're getting ready to be in like year two. And this year I'm just like, you can't do it all. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And you, you want to continue to grow the business, but some of that stuff, you just have to like start pushing off and delegate. Yeah. So, um, when you said that, um, you're also CPA. So, okay, since you deal with numbers, mm-hmm. I feel like there's two different type of people. Yeah. There's tech, like technical minded mm-hmm. and there's creative minded, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like accounting, IT, all, that's more technical. Yeah. Um, engineering as well. Creative, as you know, going to the arts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Get into starting like Addy Daddy's, like was it, was there a, like, was there a learning curve, a transition from like, you know what I mean? Not really. Um, since I'm, I wasn't all the way accounting. I did accounting for a while. Mm-hmm. Then I transitioned over into just finance, right? Okay. So finance is, you can get creative with it, mm-hmm. right? So you kind of build a little bit of that muscle and you understand business just in a different aspect of like actual growth. Mm. While accounting, you have the same structure, you do the same things and you have to play by the rules every single step mm-hmm. of the way, right? Mm-hmm. But with finance... Oh, so it's a little, finance is a little bit more flexible. flexible. So that kind of gets you a little bit more like into the creative side. Exactly. Oh, I see. Formulas wise. And is that kind of like. Yeah, I do the formulas. But at the same time, we're telling stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With the numbers. So mm-hmm. instead of just saying this is the number, mm-hmm. you're telling what happened with the number, how we got. So to that's the finance, like that's making finance. it make sense to people. Exactly. Oh, OK. OK. Exactly. OK. So. um, So, yeah, back to that. So there was no like real like learning curve. So. But, Based on you going into this, how many flavors did you, I mean that flavor, how many seasonings did you start with? One. One seasoning? One. Which is that one? The Cajun salt. Let me see. Right there. Okay. And that's the one I use for the smoked turkey. I'm not sure if y'all could see it, but this is it right here. I'll probably throw something up so y'all could see it. So this is your first My seasoning. First yeah. So you started with one. Started with one. Okay. Why, why didn't you go for five off top? Um, 
Like, what I, made you start with just, you know? Just that one? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was what I knew. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So then you're saying, hey, I want to start a business. Well, I can't just sell one product because not everybody's going to like that Cajun one. Yeah. You know, off top. So it's like, all right, how can I get a couple different ones but not have too many at the same time? Yeah. Right? Because I think once you, like, I, I have a whole bunch that I can just throw out. Yeah. But it doesn't do justice mm-hmm. throwing all that out. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to understand, like, you can have five, mm-hmm. and those five will sell mm-hmm. really, really well. And the ones that don't, you pull back off, and then you insert another one. So that's like the, the process. process. It, that's the process. So when you, okay, so you had your first one, the Cajun Soul. Mm-hmm. And then how long before you said, let me introduce another one? Uh, once we really decided like to really kick it off, I started thinking about different ones that I wanted. And started just kind of experimenting and playing with different like levels of uh, different herbs and getting the right flavors out. So of a it. lot of experiment. A lot of experiment. So let's get put a timeline on this. When you came out with okay, when you started Addy Daddies from when you started that, when, when was that? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen was when I smoked the turkey. Okay, and then from when you dropping Cajun Soul, your first seasoning, when was that? Well, I dropped. Man, I dropped four. Whoa. To start mm-hmm. that one. Okay. So your Cajun Soul was your first one, though. What from the moment that you kind of thought about the idea? Actually, I take that back. What five. five? Five. Okay, so for the moment you thought about the idea with mm-hmm. the you know with the turkey smoking the turkey to you dropping your first one, the Cajun Soul. Mm-hmm. What was that? How long between that? Twenty eighteen. Wow, so two years. Twenty eighteen. Wow, just to make sure you're I right. Was, you were in no rush. Right. No. Well, I kind of was. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But then my wife kind of reels me back in, like no. Let's just do this right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's the that's the key. What does that mean, doing it right? So when we think about it, mm-hmm. we think about opportunities that can arise yeah. at any moment, right? Now am I prepared for those opportunities? And I think at times we're so in a rush to trying to get our product out that we miss that step of what if I drop this and a buyer's like, I need 20000 What am I going to do? Is it going to be ready to get on the shelf? Does they have a... Uh, barcode on it to put in a store Mm -hmm. you're missing a whole lot of that stuff and you end up having to work so much harder later on than just kind of taking a step back and making sure that you're comfortable with what you're kind of putting out so trying to like avoid double work by preparing yourself but is there there's a way to over prepare though right there is so you could have this could this could have still been an idea for you right now but but there's what made you say finally let's let's start uh when the guy got laid off um, <laughs> yeah, like so you a, saw it and said, okay, I can't be, like, I can't waste yeah. time. So it's like, let me, let me get this going. And then to really be honest, I think the one thing that like drives me with, mm-hmm. with the seasons and like the sauces, other than I just love food and want people to, wanting people to, to enjoy food and not feel guilty. Yeah. It's like what drives me with this stuff. So, cause, okay. So the whole focus of, of it is a healthy alternative that tastes good. Exactly. So that's so that's where you're trying to focus in, right? So then you drop your Cajun soul, and then after that, you have so you have a total of five seasons right now, right? Well, a little bit more than that. So I got another one coming too. Man, you got another <laughs> one coming? Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be fire. So right now, what are your seasoning? So I got the everything seasoning. Okay. I have the uh, steak burgers and fries seasoning. SBF steak yep. burgers and fries. Okay. Uh, Cajun soul, mm-hmm. honey chipotle. My favorite. <laughs> and then I have my taco season as well. And then the uh, jalapeno ranch I just dropped. How's that been doing? The jalapeno ranch? Yeah. Off the chain. Amazing? Straight up. 
Why is it that? Tell me, tell me, like, what, well, man, like, my bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, well, go ahead. I'm more excited about, you know, you drop something new. Like that one, uh, mm-hmm. the Jalapeno Ranch just came out how long ago? Uh, I had it in a sample pack, mm-hmm. but people kept asking me for the bottles. Yeah. Right? So, like, when you get that bottle, I want to order four of them because mm-hmm. I don't want nobody else to have them. I'm like, dang, for real? Yeah. So, so there's like already a demand, Loki. It was a demand, Loki, oh, wow. for it. So, it was like, okay, maybe I can do something here, right? So, down in Chipotle, it's so good. So, I'm like, all right, we're just going to bottle this up and see how it does. And we just had this fest last, like last week. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this on this Chex Mix. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. And they were just buying it, man. So, um, wow. So, basically, some things came out of nowhere with the success. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you didn't know some things. So, did you have any, like, duds with that, like, things Absolutely. you tried that just didn't work? Uh, Lemon pepper. Lemon pepper. Yes. Didn't work. Didn't work very well. Well, it didn't match the brand. Oh, okay. And like I was like literally pretty much done because everybody, every black person's like, you gotta get that lemon pepper. I'm like, <laughs> all right, man, I'm gonna work on it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Work on it for you, man. So started working on it, and then just that citric acid. I'm just like, we already got a lot of acidic stuff going into our bodies. Mm-hmm. And if I'm preaching that, I want you to have a like a balanced life. You know what I mean? Like I don't believe in diets. Yeah. Because I don't think they work. Like I think the lifestyle that you end up choosing and just being moderate about everything like i'll eat nacho cheese you know what i mean yeah. but eating nacho cheese every single day or a burger every single day that's just not great for me yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so we've got to create that balance within our lifestyles and just introduce a lot more veggies in there you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like my way of even getting my kids to eat veggies is like i gotta throw this stuff on there oh wow so okay the um so the one that you didn't that you took out of the mix was lemon pepper so i wasn't really yeah. working out yeah. so then what what inspires you to bring in hot sauce? Cause that's my second favorite. Like, I, I I'm telling you, like this is no gas. This is not me trying to like sell his stuff. The best hot sauce, it, it to me it stands up with like Louisiana, you know, without all the extra, you know, it's like a, I'll say it's a really nice exclusive flavor. It's yeah. like an acquired taste, and I think it's such an incredible. What 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 transition you into say? Okay, let me bring in a hot sauce. So I'm sure you remember when I did the uh, dinner at my house and like we were just sampling a whole bunch of different yeah. like, varieties and taking pictures and stuff like that, right? And we started talking about the whole hot sauce thing and I was like, oh, man, I've been thinking, I thought about doing that. You're like, you should. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Like two weekends later, we ended up going to Houston and then I ordered a po' boy and I was like, hey, you got some hot sauce? And I was like an avid crystals, like yeah. hot sauce guy, right? And uh, he goes, to the back to go get it and i tried the shrimp like right before and um as soon as like as soon as <laughs> as soon as he brings it back i put the uh the hot sauce on on the uh popo and i was like and i you know took a bite and i was like i just tasted nothing but vinegar mm-hmm. and i just got upset and i was like you know what i'm making my hot sauce my own hot sauce so i went back home and just started experimenting with the like the right blend and doing some research and stuff like that man and just found how to really bring flavor out of it without yeah. taking away from what somebody slaved over because the one thing that i've heard is like oh my, my mother-in-law she's like mm. yeah Robert, you should just put hot sauce in his in his food before tasting my food and i'm like oh, yeah i don't want to make that mistake yeah Everybody yeah else's, yeah, you know, spouse yeah or whatever so it's like i want you to be able to enjoy what somebody cooked mm-hmm. but just add that little heat and then 
you know, just additional flavor to it. Well, what, how many iterations did you have to go through to create it? Man, <laughs> funny story. Mm -hmm. So I went to the store and was just buying like how, I, what I thought was red jalapeno. Yeah. It was Fresno peppers, bro. Fresno peppers. So what's the, the difference? What's the difference? It's, it's It looks the same, but mm -hmm. the heat level is a little different and, and the flavor profile of it is a slightly different. Yeah. So I made this like great, great sauce and I'm like, oh, Fresno peppers. And I started looking at it. I'm like, it costs how much to get that? Oh, no. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It just it wasn't beneficial just because it wasn't readily accessible mm -hmm. to get the Fresno peppers. So it was like, well, I thought it was red jalapeno the entire time. So then I ended up uh, getting true red jalapenos and just kind of working through that. So, um, but it is a process with every single thing that I do. Is it consistent to like, are you able to make it consistently now? Yeah. And, uh, bottom, bottom machine and, like <laughs> to do it. No, like I can pump out a whole lot more than I, than I could before. So where do you do all this? You don't do it in your living room, right? Like no, I'm at a commercial kitchen. So, you, so let's talk about that. So mm -hmm. did you, you never, you didn't start a commercial kitchen kitchen. So what made you go? and seek out that like was it that things were just too much in, in your house no no no. There's, it's a law like mm -hmm. i can't literally make the stuff out of my house like, okay. i have to go to a commercial kitchen and make everything there how much does that cost uh you pay a membership and there's a hourly fee okay so it's basically just you kind of like uh like almost like renting a booth pretty much is that expensive what does that cost depending on how much time it takes give me give me a roundabout i mean if I needed to do something real quick, it'd be quick $75. Okay. You know what I mean? But um, I was spending hours there, though. Yeah. So, like, those bills kind of racks up when, you, when you're spending that much time in there. Like, just even doing, prepping for the hot sauce, easily seven hours, right? Yeah. Of just trying to get a small batch done. And you're cutting up all the different peppers, carrots, all those type of things, right? But um, I said, it's got to be an easier way to do this, right? Or mm -hmm. speed up the time, especially filling it. I needed to speed up the time, so I ended up uh, buying a machine, man. So does that? So all those things, the cost got so heavy in a way that you said, "Let me make this a little bit more efficient." Yes. Okay. And you know, at the same time, when I when I talk about opportunities arising, like so, I had a, a meeting with uh, Total Wine, right? Okay. And you know, I'm pitching the hot sauce. I'm like, "Hey, you know what? You can make it. You know, put it in Bloody Marys. You know what I mean? Uh, and just different types of drinks, Michelinas." I think that's what it is. The what beer, is it? it's like a beer, but it's like yeah, a yeah, yeah. beer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, James was like, man, that mug was like good. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, now I got to try it. Yeah. You learn so many interesting things with how like people actually use your products and like you think about it a certain way mm -hmm. and then somebody else comes a different way and you're like, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. Like I never thought about putting um, jalapeno ranch on deer meat. Yeah. Somebody did it and I'm like, also oh, the way that people experience your product. Exactly. Inspire like it could create New avenues for you. Definitely. Okay. That's where that whole total wine and spirits. Yeah. So mm -hmm. the total wine, the guy, you know, he's talking to me and then he's like, yeah. And I'm thinking, I just want to, you know, service the DFW area and just stock, you know, their shelves. And he's like, yeah, uh, you can do all of Texas, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, Texas. It takes me like forever to fill those bottles. Yeah. There's no way I can do it. <laughs> so I'm like. Yeah, we could do it. <laughs> you know how you get Yeah, like, I already know. You don't say yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, we'll you don't find know when, a way. Because you don't know when the opportunity is going to come again. Exactly. Yeah. But you, you'll you sit there and find a way. If I got to fill it all night and not go to sleep, I just got yeah, yeah, yeah. to make it happen. time until I can find a, a solution to it, right? So I'm like, I get in the car, I drive back to work. 
I was on my lunch break. So I drive back to work and I'm like, ah, dog. Come on. I say, hey man, we we, we gotta we gotta find some you know, we gotta find a solution. If this thing shakes, yeah, we can't spend all day filling hot sauce bottles. Yeah. So she's like, All right, just look into what you gotta do. So I start trying to find machines. And what's so cool about like actually doing like stuff like ZestFest? Yeah. You meet so many different people that are already doing the same things. And they actually share tips with you. So tell you me, I mean? before, before you know, um, what is ZestFest? Uh, ZestFest is like where like a bunch of vendors come. Mm-hmm. They have hot sauces, spicy foods, from jerky to pickles, sweet and spicy pickles, cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just a ton of different people from all around the country that'll come up. And then they have like, uh, it's actually one of like the three. So there's another one in Albuquerque. And even from this last one, like, Guys were giving me tips left and right, like, hey, you need to come. You need to come meet these people, and I'll introduce you. Yeah. And it's just, like, some of those things that, unfortunately, I don't think we get a lot of in our community. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. these are just people that, non-black people, giving me just, like, free game. Yeah. And I, it's like, yeah, man, yeah, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, why don't we do a lot more of that? Like, why do we feel like wow. this is our market? I got a corner. In. Yeah. There's so many people in the world, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's like, your market should always just be your market. Yeah. You don't have to keep everything a secret. So it was in, until when you started, when you got into ZestFest, you saw that love? I saw that love, bro. But before that, you weren't seeing it? No. Why? People want... I just think, generally, we think like we have to do everything by ourselves and succeed by ourselves. Yeah. That doesn't happen. That's not even reality mm-hmm. to me because you look at so many different cultures, everybody works together. Yeah. Like we just don't work together. Yeah. I don't know why they feel like, oh, I just gotta, you know, I got this, I gotta do this by myself, you know, show everybody I made it. You're supposed to make it together. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think if you're supposed to make it by yourself, I don't think God would have brought anybody else into the world. Yeah. But, you know, it's almost like, um, you know, there's a difficulty of us trying to, and by us, like black people working together when it comes to um, new ideas because they wanna be the only one, they wanna exactly. be the king of the hill. Exactly. You know what I mean? And uh, I feel like we're here to work together. Exactly. You know, um, help each other. But see, you know, people don't really want to think about it. Like, if you're starting what you're doing, mm-hmm. people don't really want to push you up. They want to be able to pull you up. They want to be there first to pull you up. You gotcha. see what I'm saying? Gotcha. So basically, you know, for me to help push Addy and push his brand and help lift him, I'm showing that I'm less than him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and I never understood that, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I was in the gym one time, so I'm in a, a, another frat brother. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man, you got a season sauce business? I was like, yeah. He said, man, you may, you better make sure your family's supporting you. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you got you got to get that support in order, you know, for you to grow. They invested. You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. said, you know what? That's, that's a cool way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. But I don't expect that. You know what I mean? Just because I just think, like, a lot of your friends end up, you're going to have some people that like support you off top. Mm-hmm. They're like, man, that's some great stuff. But at the same time, they're going to catch up when everybody else does. Yeah. You know, because I look at my numbers and I look at my clientele right now. It's like, it's surprising to me that majority of them, I don't even really know. Them. Wow. Complete strangers. So, but that's you right. know, but that makes me feel good though. Yeah, I know. It means that like, you're making an impact. Exactly. Yeah. And then nobody's telling me like, oh yeah, your stuff is good. And kind of like low key, like, yeah, I just supported it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But see, your family and your friends, they're not your market. You know what I mean? Some people go into it thinking, like, some people quit. What they're doing saying, well, my, fam- my family, my friends didn't support me. It's not even for them. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, 
you got to build outside of them, you know? So I feel like people look at the whole friends and family. I did look like with the car wash, you know, majority of like, look, I could barely afford my own car, a car wash. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so for me to think that everyone, my friends and family are just going to come in just to support, I want you to be able to do something that you could do regularly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was never, ever in a position where I felt like I need to beg or like, you know, um, try to convince somebody to come in and support my business because like, it's already built in that I need to get customers. You know what Definitely. I mean? I'm not looking to say, I mean, if y'all don't support me, then, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm down and out. You know what I mean? So I'm already knocking on doors, doing what I need to. So, yeah. but that for you um, was important for you to get to where you're at right now, right? Oh, yeah. Because like, one of the things that like, like, don't get me wrong, it's great to have like, you know, family yeah. friend support. And I got that. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. I got that. Like, as soon as we like launched, we got tons of support. You know what I mean? And then, you'll never be new again that's probably why yeah yeah that mm -hmm. too but then when i see somebody i don't know from like a different state like i'm like oh yeah, yeah. i feel like i'm making progress at that's that progress time you know what i mean like dang this is dope like i don't know this person i'm like yelling on hey you know who this is oh mm -hmm. and you know once that started kind of rolling i'm like all right yeah we're getting somewhere here now you know what i mean and just to me i think that's the best feeling ever because it, you feel like you actually put out a quality product that's that's wild that you know you don't know if it's based on referral or what type of impression it is, but someone in another state purchased it without you literally doing the up talk and doing all that whole. Exactly. So it's, it's so it's almost eerie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how they hear about it, how they know, like True. what do they think? You know what I mean? And um, I remember that's how like Airbnb, Airbnb when they started, mm -hmm. um, they used to um, no Instagram actually when Instagram started, they would go to people and help them take pictures. What? to get you know like it to that level you know what i mean let's no 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 this I, I feel like now i'm thinking it's airbnb yeah airbnb people were taking pictures of their homes to try to put it on airbnb when okay. they first started yeah but they weren't taking it like they weren't taking the pictures very well the owners the, they're you know out, yeah like a motel scene? yeah no no they'll take that you know when you're saying okay i'm gonna rent out my my space yeah they'll take these pictures with their phone it didn't look very good Dark. yeah so they would they would go out themselves because one of the uh, founders of Airbnb was a photographer. Oh, yeah. Nice. So he would go out over there taking pictures, and they said once they started taking pictures properly of people's properties, boom, it skyrocketed. Nice. Yeah, and it started just rolling. But thing is, is that they started off with people just doing it on their own, mm -hmm. and they said we got to get in here and figure out what what's what's wrong. And they figured out that a lot of it is that it has to look appealing, has to look a certain way for it Definitely. to spread. You know Definitely. what I mean? So I feel like a lot of that probably has to do with like your branding. You know what yep. I mean? Um, I'm not sure if that's, I feel like that's a lot of it. You know what I mean? Cause, yeah. cause how else did it spread? You know what I mean? Yeah. That. And then I've even started finding out stuff. You know what the insurance person told me? Which one? Um, the, I, I have uh, travelers. So it was like, uh, I just have to ask this question. Uh, the photos on your website, uh, are they stock photos? I'm like, no, I cooked them. And he's like, oh, you cooked that? <laughs> i'm like yeah man yeah. like i mean i can't because one of the things i'm aware of like that i pay attention to yeah. is i don't like to sell anything yeah that like if you made it yourself just like just don't look like the picture yeah you, know you want mean? to be authentic authentic mm -hmm. if you follow the directions there's one thing you got to follow the directions it should come out you know what i mean yeah. just looking like the picture so since you've started now we're going into 2020 yep one of uh, February. Well, what are the struggles that you had? 
that you had to overcome? Man, um, just kind of seeing what works and what doesn't, right? So we were taking, and somebody even told me this, which I thought was like crazy. They were like, yeah, if your picture looks too good, it just look like people are not drawn to it. And I'm like, what? But these, to me, I look at it. What do you like, mean? What do you mean? Tell me So more. like when you look at my, like, if it looks like, a regular person couldn't do that, mm -hmm. then it's not, it looks like stock photos. Okay. Right? Somebody actually talk, yeah, told yeah. me that, and I was like, yeah, but they're not stock photos. Yeah. I just, we just know a little bit about photography and lighting that you get good pictures off of lighting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, I always thought that was kind of weird. And then I started noticing it too. And we were doing like ads, like Facebook ads, Instagram ads. I'm like, man, we just wasting money. <laughs> hey, bro. Straight up. Yeah. We just wasting money. Because the videos get you way more, you know, impressions than the... Uh, What's an impression so people understand? How many people actually get a chance to see that? Yes. You know what I mean? So so it's not people who click and interact with your yeah. ad. It's people who sometimes they just scroll, scroll right past it. That's exactly. an impression. They exactly. saw it. Your brand, it, it just flashed to them. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So then we started kind of like looking at each other. My wife and I looking at each other like, man. It's not working. Like, what do we need to do? Then we start questioning what platforms work well for the business itself. And I think uh, half the time, you know, most people like Instagram is the only way. Yeah. But when you think about it, Pinterest is probably my way to go and YouTube. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not really IG because people, you have to be looking for things, those things. Yeah. Right? yeah. So like if I'm on IG, we just scrolling through what's, you know, what's going on. You may see some good food and be like, ah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But if I'm on, if I'm looking for something to cook, go to Pinterest, what they got. You're going to be like, man, I want this uh, black bean burger. You put in black bean burger. Everything's going to pop up yeah. for that specific thing. Yeah. And it's just like, am I even using the right platform? Yeah. So I think a lot of people don't ask those questions and just go, this is the platform to use. Mm -hmm. It's knowing what your brand is and what's going to work for you. And I actually saw a difference between us just taking pictures and me demonstrating you know how to make something, and I think it was the uh, when I made the pretzels. Yeah, right for that. I was like, wait a second. What you how, so explain that real quick? How you made the pretzels? So what did you do? Oh man, I just took some uh, clarified butter. Mm -hmm. Clarified butter is like when you take regular butter mm -hmm. and skim off the fat off the top. Now you get the oils, right? Mm -hmm. Took that, added it to my pretzels with my uh, jalapeno ranch seasoning. Mm -hmm. Tossed it, threw it in the oven at like two fifty, mm -hmm. and. Uh, that was it. It yeah. was just a simple video, yeah. right? And I felt that I got more interaction off that simple video than it took for me to cook a big old spread yeah. and take pictures of what. What I was, was the making. difference? What was the difference? I just got more interaction as far as like views. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No, what do you think? Why do you think you got more on because that one than the other one? I think it's interactive yeah. uh, versus like it's just a regular picture because anybody can take a picture and post something up there. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that looks good. You just kind of just go. Yeah. But if you're given an instruction on how to do something, I may be curious to see, yeah. like, oh, are you making pretzels? Oh, shoot. How you make yeah. those pretzels? Yeah. Or the wings I just posted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was an easy recipe. You know what I mean? And anybody like, everybody likes wings. Yeah. And one of the things that I kind of like about some of my stuff is, like, when you go, like, wing stop, I like wing stop. I just can't take the salt, amount of salt they got in yeah. there, bro. Like, this is a lot. Like, you don't get the flavor out of it. You get salt. So, um, you know, with that type of stuff, is like, it's not bad for you, 
but it's still good at the same time. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. like, you feel a little bit better about eating some jalapeno ranch with some ranch dressing that you made with it. You know what I mean? So so one of your main struggles was like finding what worked better for your brand. Exactly. And you found out that Instagram and Facebook, even though those those could be helpful, they could be. weren't where you felt the place for your brand. Yeah. And not, at the, not at this point in time. I think one, you know, Facebook, once you create that big community, yeah, I think it works then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're just running ads and they're like, you could boost this for like an extra $20, don't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like figure out exactly what's going to work for you. Yeah. And then go that route. So, um, wow, that was really informative. So where do you see, like, what, what, what are the goals that you have next? Like the things that you, I wouldn't say dr- tell, tell us everything you're about to drop. Yeah, yeah. But like, where do you see the next moves for Addy Daddy? Man, just uh, getting a whole bunch of people's households, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and giving them the opportunity to be able to try the flavors that I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So I think it's one thing that, and I, and here's where I think I messed up. Yeah. I put the product out there without telling people how to use it. Yeah. And that's what I'm learning now as far as like dropping these videos because it's tons of guys that are out there, man. They're like, oh, man, I can't make that. Man, cooking is easy. Mm-hmm. Like, it re- literally is. If you know how to follow directions as far as time, and you have the right seasoning and the right amount, yeah, you're golden. Yeah. And I think, you know, with the Asian, you know, with the time that we're in now, everybody's so busy. Mm-hmm. And that's why I specifically went to blends. Yeah. Because I can just take one thing and just say, you know what, I feel like doing it. What do you mean today. blends when you say that? So... Each one is a blend. Yeah. Because it has so many different herbs and spices in yeah. it, right? So you take that and you just say, you know what? I feel like making just a healthy meal today. Yeah. And I want it to be veggies and chicken. Yeah. I can just take that everything season and just say, this is what I'm putting on there. Cook it and I'm done. And I got a flavor, a flavorful meal and just go about my day. You know what I mean? So, I, so it's not like blend versus, is there another word that you use for a non-blend or something like that? All I have is blends right now. Oh, okay. So it's just blending all of them together. Eventually, we'll probably have some, like, uh, different types of salts. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you can have and just, like, your basics with salt and pepper and stuff like that. But right now, it's just the blends. Okay. So that was really just made just so, like, for busy people, definitely moms. Yeah. Um, prof- working professionals, they mm-hmm. just don't have that much time. And then, and you still learn how to cook. And you want to, you know, make that meal for bang. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, so, yeah. I already know. Hey, you gotta you gotta lock up that ring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so 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 as far as like the next steps, you're gonna continue learning and mm-hmm. figure out how to get in more people's households. Definitely, and I think the videos are definitely gonna be a a major play in it, right? So just showing people how to use the product. Do people when they when they when they use your product or when you have like let's say like the, the sample? Mm-hmm. I know one time you did like Chex Mix, and then yeah. another time you do um, pretzels. Mm-hmm. Do they want to buy that? Yes. How often is it? Every time. Is it that you feel like maybe that should be? Oh, yeah. We're gonna, probably going to drop that, too. That's interesting because you just did that for a taste test, and now they're saying, I want this. Exactly. Actually, so I did it. I did. I started off as like a, a appreciation, right? So yeah. my uh, insurance group, uh, J. Archer Insurance mm-hmm. and uh, Ephraim CPA, just sent it to them because I work with them. Um Personally, and they helped me with my business. So it was like, hey, thank you. Definitely like a Christmas package sent to them, right? And tested it out first at work. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, what do y'all think of this, right? And which is this? This is the Chex Mix? The Chex Mix and the pretzels. Okay. 
So one of my coworkers sends me an email. How can I buy this? Yeah. Like, Want to buy it? Uh, I don't sell it. I sell the seasoning though. And See how like, business works, bro. Bro. Man. Then we get to you know Zest Fest. I want to buy it. Can we just can we buy this? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, not yet. I'm yeah, working on yeah, it. Yeah. By the end of the weekend, I'm like, and I gotta do this. Now. Yeah. You know what I mean? How many people you felt of who tasted it? They all loved it. How many people do you think? I don't even know. There's so many people at that. Man, that like in hundreds and hundreds. As far thousands. as people, thousands, people trying. It's because it was like, I think the numbers came out. It was like 15,000 people that were there. So you feel like it was like, oh, this is a market like to do this. Yes. Like this. Wow. So um, cool. So that that's something to look forward to. So is there anything that we should look out for? Anything you want to kind of mention to, you know, for anybody who's interested in like buying? Like where do they go? Oh, they just go to my website, addydaddyseasons.com. I'm definitely coming out with some, with another flavor, man. Yeah. And I've tested it out already. already. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> gonna be it's gonna be nice. And I and I think what I try to do is mix it up, right? Mm-hmm. Um and and I think what I stress more so uh so much is balance. Yeah. Right? And moderation of everything. So some of my blends, they do have sugar. Absolutely. Because I don't think it's bad. I think it's the amount that we consume that's bad. Is salt bad? No. It's the amount that we consume that's bad. Yeah. Is meat bad? No. It's the amount that we consume. So it's me being able to give all those different you know platforms, but have it balanced out to where if you need a little bit more salt, you can add a little bit yeah. more salt. But if you're trying to control and watch you know how you're eating and you're trying to hit those fit goals for the summertime, yeah. Yeah. We, we got something for so, you. So, you know, you mentioned a key word right there, like balance, yeah. you know, and you know, you have two boys. You're married, a nine to five, you know, working finance and a business. How how do you balance? Like, how do you keep everything going? It's so hard. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, that's one of my 2020 goals of like trying to find a way to balance it. And yeah. just actually even reaching out to business owners, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they've been doing it for such a long time. Like, how do you do it? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? What, what what makes it hard? What makes it hard? Um, when you when you're, for me personally, yeah. I'm invested mm-hmm. in this product and what I want it to be. You know what I mean? So, like, anything that I get into, like, I go 150%. Yeah, pa- very passionate about it. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah. So, it's like, all right, do I go read them a, a book right now? Well, I got to get this done because I got this coming up or this coming up. And I just started seeing the priorities because now I'm invested in it. At the same time, I'm like, you know what? I want to be able to grow something for my kids to take over right yeah yeah and i'm like thinking to myself like i'm doing it for them but then the whole kobe thing happened and i'm like yeah crap man what if what if i'm not here tomorrow yeah but i don't spend that time with them yeah i mean so it's just uh that's hard bro because you think you know that sacrifices because i have two boys too and the sacrifice you have to make to try to make things you know to try to make things work but then also understanding that like I even mentioned this last episode about you are your choices, you know yep. what I mean? And, you know, trying to make a choice between two things that are equally important. That's a, that's a hell of a dilemma. You it know is. what I mean? It is. And, you know, even though you have to balance that out, cause you can't always have it one way, or always have the other way. You have to balance that out. But, um, the way I've helped even help myself as far as like balancing, mm-hmm. it's about being like present, you know what I mean? And I talk about that so much because before, I would always think about what's happening next yeah, and what I, what I feel needs to happen. So I was never really here. You know what I mean? That's how I am. 
that's how you are, yeah. right? And you know, um, took that part out to where I'm like, okay, stop thinking about what's next. Think about what's happening right now. And that's when things started to change because I started to see things in a different perspective. You know what yeah. I mean? Like things f- that are right in front of me versus, because you know, think about it. If you're thinking about what's next, you're not paying attention to what's right in front of you. True. And that's a balance too. You gotta, you gotta also think what's happening next and then what's happening right in front of you just to kind of like make things work because not everyone's going to tell you they got a problem with what you're, what you're doing. You know sure. what I mean? So you got to be aware. You got to be self-aware so you could kind of like prevent it before, bro. I, I suck at that. My wife's like, you're, you're not self-aware. Somebody's like, you can kind of just tell like they're not ready to have a conversation. <laughs> you just keep going. Like, yes, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, her thing too is, uh, so a lot of people, I don't know if, do you, do you even remember me working at Wells Fargo doing sales? Yeah, a little bit, but <laughs> how long were you there? Yeah, fired like after six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only job I've ever been fired Yeah, from. yeah. And yeah. it was like, it was a mutual thing, kind mm. of, right? So we had like- You mutually got fired? Mutually <laughs> got fired. Because I told him, I was like, man, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. He helped me get into a regular bank, so I was doing subprime. Yes. And subprime mortgages. Bro. Wait, what year is this? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> But you, the the crazy thing about it is like, I can sell anything, yeah, right. But I I realized that I can't sell anything that I'm not invested in, mm-hmm. right. So I would just come in, bro. It was I don't even know if I told you the story. They had this guy yeah. that had a, he had a paid off truck, yellow truck. It was nice, F one fifty. I said, man, I got him on the phone and started talking to him. It's like, man, you know, we can, I can get you some quick cash. He said, how you going to do it? I said, man, we just refine your truck. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I said, just come on in and talk to me. Yeah. He came in, mm-hmm. right? And everybody in the office is looking like, you going to refine that truck? Yeah. We'll see. We walk into the room, and we start talking, and, you know, he's like, yeah, it sounds, it sounds like a great idea. So yeah, she said, what's the interest rate? I said, 19.99. 19.9. 19. 19.99 on a paid off truck, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and he's like, oh, okay. All right. I said, all I need is your title. I can, you know, cut yeah. the check right now. He's like, okay, I'll go, I'll go get the title. And he leaves. And I start looking at the title. I'm like, man, it's been gone for a little second now, yeah. right? So I call him back. I said, hey, what are you doing? He said, uh, I said, well, I'm waiting on you. The check is ready. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm thinking about going to my uh, credit union. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's what you should do. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, man, I got I to gotta pay my rent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I already know. And I'm like, just come on back in. I got this. And he finds a way to come back in. He signs it and goes. And then I'm just like, man, is this, is this what I should be doing? You feel good about that? No, I didn't feel good about it. Mm. And then what topped it off was, you know, the pressure of like, you got to go sell this, you got to go sell this. And I got this quota and I'm like, all right. I had another lady come in. She just lost her husband and she came in. She was like, really wanting it. I'm just like, God, God, I don't, I don't feel good about Wanna selling. Want to what, the refund it? She wanted a refund. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem though, yeah. right? She had like a 2001 Suburban. Yeah. 196,000 miles on it. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't going to last another year. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I felt bad because she needed it. And then I was like, I can't be doing this. Because yeah. I, I wouldn't sell this to my mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that's, like, been my mentality. If I wouldn't sell it to my mom, I'm not selling it at all. Yeah, so it felt like um, you weren't being real or you weren't no. being authentic. So 
you can't push something you don't believe in. I can't. Even if you, even if it made you good money, you, you still gotta look at yourself. Exactly, because yeah. I don't think you can sell anything without being invested in it, right? Yeah. I use my own products. Yeah. If I wasn't using it, I wouldn't even. Bro, I see that though. Else. I see people who sell things they don't even use. Yeah. You know, like when you go to a restaurant and you say, "Hey, um, have you tried the pork chop?" And he's like, "I don't need anything on the menu." <laughs> it's like, then why are you even here? You know what I mean? Like, I don't need anything. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's good. I was like, how are you working here at a restaurant and you don't know nothing on the menu? You know? And you get the other people too. They're like, oh, yeah, it's so amazing. Yeah. You're like, oh, shoot. Let's try it. This is trash. Why would you even suggest this? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's true. That's true. So, um, so that's, so where were we going with that? Because you're talking about you going out of, um, Financing because you worked at Wells Fargo. There's oh. a reason we brought that. Uh, just just the fact of like just you know being able to deliver a product and feeling good about what product that you actually made. Yeah, I think it goes a long way mm-hmm. if you believe it in yourself. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So is there um, is there something like if you had an opportunity to talk to your younger self, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be a conversation, whether it be like some gems or some knowledge, what would you tell your younger self? Like today, today, stack your cash, stack your bread straight up because it's opportunities. I, I, I feel like, like, like and by what you mean is like have a savings, have a good savings. Yes. Okay. For opportunities. Okay. Right? So one of the things that I wish I did have was I missed out on so many different opportunities because I was more so worried about just enjoying. Right. Yeah. And not being able and not doing both. Mm-hmm. I think you can still pop bottles every once in a while yeah but not every weekend yeah you know what i mean like when we went to vegas yeah that was a good time miami mm-hmm. that was a good time i wouldn't do it every single time yeah just because you just throw money out and yeah i just look at money a little bit differently now as more like a tool than yeah anything that's real like i ask myself like if i spend this money what am i gonna get out of it mm-hmm. that's how i look at uh i look at money as the closest thing to magic bro you know key anything can appear when you have that and um some people i hear this a lot where they said i don't know how to save do you believe them no well yes yes i do help help me make it make it make sense a lot of it deals with how you grow up right Mm -hmm. and and it's easy to get off track too because i got off track in in college yeah like my like when i had when i was working at domino's i was only allowed to take out $20 $20 out of my paycheck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I got paid every two weeks. Yeah. Like, I only had money for vending machines. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. I saved a ton of that money. And then once I got to college and I wasn't able to get all those like loans and stuff, yeah. I mean, uh, Pell Grants. Yeah. I had to take a Parent Plus loan. Yeah. But thank goodness that I was saving that money. It was paying the Parent Plus. Loan. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So just that if you don't get the knowledge, you yeah. know, and I think that's what a lot of people are missing is just that knowledge of what money is yeah and how to use it how and, to use it oh yeah that's a lot well um i want to say i really appreciate you for coming on oh man thank you you know uh me, yeah you're my first outside of you know family even though you are a family uh guest because this is my brother you know what i mean yes, like sir. my little brother um and you know putting you on here so we could talk about kind of like the business behind what you do i think and i hope it helps people kind of make sense of how to not only start something, but to run it, you know yep. what I mean? Cause it's not easy, you know? Um, but it's enjoyable though. 
Yeah. It's, and and it, you know yeah. what? When we talk about it, and mm-hmm. the most joy that you get out of it is the process. Yeah. The ups and downs. Yeah. Although you hate it when it's down. You don't see it. Yeah. But then whenever you see the positive, remember last year mm-hmm. when we did this, I was like, man, I had these projections and it just didn't like come out to exactly what I wanted. Yeah. They told me that we're going to be X, X amount of people there and I factored this in with me being a numbers guy. Yeah. I would naturally do that, right? So this year, kind of came in with no expectations and did way better than last year mm-hmm. and what I even, you know, forecasted even this year. So, mm-hmm. oh, snap. Yeah. This is, this is great. Mm-hmm. But of course I used last year's data to kind of help me propel into what I was going to do this year. Oh, I see. Numbers are key. Numbers are key. Numbers are key. So you would tell your younger self, um, make sure you stack your bread. Yes. Have a savings. Learn how to do all that. And um, uh, use that for opportunities. And So having a cash reserve for opportunities. Opportunities, yes. And cool. Is there anything you want to kind of share with anybody before we kind of get off? Um, so yeah. for that opportunities yeah. piece, right? Um, I started realizing, uh, I think we, we touched on it just a little bit. Yeah. Partnerships are what we need. Yeah. Because we look at Jay-Z, right, and how he made his money. He knew about himself. Yeah. He had partnerships. Mm-hmm. And don't feel that you have to do everything by yourself. Yeah. Because we tap into your network. Yeah. Because, like, for us, our network is pretty large. Yeah. But how, do you, but how do you partner? You know what I mean? Like. In a healthy way, because you want healthy partnerships. Oh, definitely. So, how do you have a how do you have a healthy partnership? I think somebody that has the same viewpoints and long term goals as you yeah. is key, right? Because you can easily say, you know, we can you can easily get money, right? Yeah. But the long term aspects of actually keeping that money is what's important, right? Yeah. So, having the same person that you're going to partner with and just knowing, hey, we're just not going to be dipping into this money. Yeah. This is for like growth. And then once we get to where we want to be at, we can get our money, dump it in other things, et cetera. But I think it's uh, crucial at this point in time for all of us to start partnering up because is everybody you, else does it. Is that one of your main focuses? Because I see it. I know, man, we didn't even get to that talking about like the other communities mm-hmm. and seeing, you know, because the Asian community, they come together. They're killing it, bro. Yeah. Um, the, um, the Indian community as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and it does, and these type of partnerships that help grow your community, um, it doesn't take hundreds of years. It doesn't take three, four generations, no. bro. You're talking about a couple of years. Yes. And just starting somewhere. Just somewhere. So that's what you're saying. So. And then it's easy, it's easier too because one of the biggest things that we talk about is oh, there's no capital. It's hard to get capital, but you get a group of people. The capital's there, right? Yeah. It's just how. You have to understand that it's a long-term play. Everything's a long-term play. There's no short-term anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're going to do a long-term play, and I've even seen some of my friends do it, and it's like, man, this is dope. And they're doing something else totally different on the side while still working together. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. And I see a lot in real estate. Yeah. Yeah. As far as people working working together like that. Um, But yeah, man. So is there any like plugs as far as what we already told people where to go for, you know, everything and I, I really highly suggest that you try it um to me personally it's um one of the best tasting tasting not only seasons but hot sauces that are out so i would love to hear y'all's feedback on it you know tell me what y'all think let him know oh yeah, you know definitely. what i mean uh but again bro i appreciate you for coming on oh yeah and YouTube. you said what i want them to go follow the youtube what's your at, youtube hey daddy seasonings and sauces 
So they they just tap in Addy. So if they tap in Addy Daddies, will they will something pop up? Oh, like, yeah. Or just so they don't need to do the whole Addy Daddy seasoning. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I don't think they have to. But I'm only. Addy yeah, Daddy. yeah. Okay, yeah. so Addy Daddy is that one word, two words? Uh, you can put it all. Together. Okay, it's Addy Daddy seasoning sauces. Seasoning sauces on YouTube. On YouTube, on IG, the same thing. Okay, so how often do you drop new things? I am looking to drop once a week, I believe. Okay, so people who subscribe could find uh, something new probably on a weekly to a two-week basis, but they're going to see something new. They're going to see something new. And this is about them, you know, not only how to use it, but like new recipes recipes. that involve what you have. Yes. That's cool. And it's going to be solely focused on balance. Yeah. You're going to get some really good food and you get some healthy food. Yeah, that's really great. Well, um... Well, thank you for listening to St. Michael Podcast. We are done for today, and I love you. Peace out. Just remember, as a last note, if you wait long enough, you'll get your answer. <laughs>